Okay, a bit of backstory. So during our history unit, each of us was made to choose a memorial from World War II from our ethnic origin, I guess you could say. So, yeah. Because, well, I hadn't made... Did I make this claim before? Because I'm, yeah, I'm Chinese-American. I had to choose a memorial from China, which I decided to choose the John Rabe Memorial, which is kind of controversial. Well, then again, anything in World War II China is controversial. So I kind of didn't really want to talk about this at first, but hey, I'm running out of content, and I feel like this is a really important story, although controversial, let's say. So, shall we jump in? Ah yes, the Nanking Massacre. Controversy galore. For six weeks, starting from December 13th to 1937, Japanese soldiers murdered 200,000 to 300,000 and raped 20,000 to 80,000 Chinese soldiers and civilians in the city of Nanking, an event known as the Rape of Nanking. Even as such atrocities would occur, there are always people out there to counter them, and one of those people was John Rabe, a businessman who had been living in China for the past 30 years. Oh, and... Did I forget to mention, Rabe was a member of the Nazi party who pledged his loyalty to Hitler. Yeah, that. John Rabe was born in Hamburg, mmm, delicious, on November 23rd, 1882. Ever since he was a kid, he always wanted to get out of Germany and travel the world. His wish came true when, in 1903, Rabe stayed in Mozambique, but unfortunately, was forced to come back to Germany, where he got married and in 1908, hopped on a boat to Shanghai to work with the company Simmons. Even Eventually, the company relocated to Beijing, then finally Nanjing. During the Nanking Massacre, most foreigners fled, but Rabe stayed behind because he felt it was his duty as a Nazi. <laughs> to look after Simon's establishment and his Chinese workers who had nowhere to turn. In his mind, that's what Hitler would have done. And that's what Hitler wanted him to do, to look after the working class. Am I right? He, along with 14 other Westerners, established the Nanking Safety Zone, which was about 3.4 square miles, centered around the Rabe House. Rabe became head of this establishment and eventually the mayor of Nanjing, after the previous mayor handed him power and fled. When met by Japanese Major Oka, who, who asked, Why the devil do you stay? Why do you, involve, why do you want to involve yourself in our military affairs? What does it all matter to you? You haven't lost anything here. Rabe responded, I have been living here in China for over 30 years. My kids and grandkids were born here, and I am happy and successful here. If I had spent 30 years in Japan and were treated just as well by the Japanese people, 
you can be assured that in a time of emergency, such as the situation China faces now, I would not, I would not leave the side of the people in Japan. This moved the major to respect Robbie's nobility and loyalty, and allowed him to proceed with the safety zone. Well, sort of. More on that later. Robbie quickly got to work renovating the place, as in flying the Nazi flag and decorating the place in Nazi regalia, as well as wearing his uniform, something the Japanese respected. Smart man. Smart, smart man. By December 11th, about 250,000 civilians were housed in the safety zone, with Rabe housing 650 of them in his own backyard. Throughout the city, the Japanese soldiers continued their atrocities, leaving the city riddled with bodies. They sometimes even raid the safety zone for people they would claim were Kuomintang soldiers and murder them. Rabe tried to petition the Japanese to stop their acts, but to no avail. So instead, he changed his tactics and took the streets dressed in his Nazi uniform, following the screams of civilians. When he reached his destination, he would show his armband and shout at the Japanese. In one interesting and almost hilarious, if this situation wasn't any horrific, case, a mother called him over while her daughter was being raped by a Japanese soldier. Rabe shouted Happy New Year in several different languages, which scared the soldier off. After he saved the civilian, he'd call a car to bring them to the safety zone before continuing, continuing to rescue the next civilian. A month after the Nanking massacre, Rabe was called back to Germany by the Simons he worked at. In Germany, he made speeches on what was happening in Nanking. When he petitioned the German government about what was happening, he was arrested. When he was released, he lost his power and prestige in the Nazi government and in Simons. Soon after, Germany fell. Rabe was imprisoned by the Allies only to be released after an official denazification due to the fact Dr. Robert O. Wilson, an American doctor who helped also establish the safety zone, advocated for his release. Rabe would die in 1950, a pauper, living off the money sent to him by the citizens of Nanking, a form of government, I mean, gratitude, which would continue until the communists take over. Okay, so on to the actual memorial itself. Ever since 1997, Nanjing University had planned on renovating and restoring the place into a memorial hall. In 2003, after a visit from German President Johannes Rao, encouraged the restoration of the Rabe House. Erdal Elver, the vice president of Siemens China and President Ro- Roland Gerg of BS. <laughs> BS Home Appliances Co. communicated with Nanjing Uni to restore the house in 2004. In December 2005, the Consulate General of the Federal Republic of Germany in Sh- Shanghai, together with Simmons Ltd., 
China and Bosch Simmons House Appliances Sales Co. Ltd. in Jiangsu signed an agreement with Nanjing University on joint efforts to construct the John Rabe and International Safety Zone Memorial Hall and John Rabe Research and Exchange Center for Peace and Reconciliation. The German side was to provide the funds for the construction, while Nanjing University was responsible for the restoration and maintenance of Rabe's former residence. The construction and and the construction and management of the Memorial Hall. On October 31st, 2006, this memorial was open to the public. The memorial had an endorsement written by a certain Chinese president who must not be named, which states the Chinese people commemorate Rabe because he has a great love for life as well as the pursuit of peace. The purpose of the memorial was to promote peace and establish international relations. More importantly, this memorial was also created in remembrance to this bloody moment in history. Ever since the 1990s, there has been a resurgence in debate in Japanese war crimes between China and Japan, with the Japanese denying the rape of Nanking and the Chinese over-exaggerating numbers. And for a while, Nanking was lost to history, almost becoming another legend. Through his diaries released in 1996, Rabe proved from a third-party perspective that the rape of Nanking existed and was a treacherous event. The Rabe house stands as a testament to the truth, the history of Nanking. However, unintentionally, as a sort of side effect, the Rabe Memorial also was created to feed into the nationalism of Chinese youths. So, yeah, yeah, this part is the controversial part that I was talking about. Oh, and there's another slide sort of touching on the politics side, which I'm not going to read because I do history for the sake of history, not politics, even though I was supposed to write about it in my assignment. Anyways, moving on, location. The Rabe House is the most central part of the safety zone. When his house ran out of room, Rabe began digging shelters for people in his yard. Rabe recalled how hard it was to sleep with all the people outside and that his canary, Peter, sang to the sound of the gunfire in the house. Along with simple facts like this, Rabe worked out of his house and made it the ideal spot. And that made it the ideal spot for the memorial. Others who should have been included, along with Rabe, I believe people like Dr. Robert O. Wilson, an American, and the only surgeon in the city who testified to the atrocities committed and wrote in his own diary. Minnie Vatrin, an American missionary who was also one of the 14 Americans, or not 14 Americans, 14 foreigners, who established the safety zone and converted her woman's college, Jingling, into a refugee camp that housed 10,000 women and children. John McGee was a missionary who ended up filming the massacre and used his film to try to petition the U.S. and German government. These people 
were left out because later on they were each given their own memorial with o wilson being on the wall of the nanjing massacre museum minnie vatrin being in jingling college and john maggie being a library named in his honor so yeah that's all i have for you tonight i hope you enjoyed moral of the story is nice people are everywhere even when others are committing war crimes. So yeah, thanks for tuning in, and bye!